0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Wherever you're listening, just take a second, find that subscribe button, click on it, and then you're good to go. Also, I'm on YouTube, and just go to YouTube and search DeHuff Uncensored. A lot to get to today, but let's just jump in to the headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> All right, so Netflix is going to start finding their users for sharing their passwords. I don't know about you, but I've, I've shared passwords with people, and I've had people share passwords with me. Come on. There's nothing wrong with it. Come on. I get it. I get what Netflix is doing. Their shares are down 45%, right around 45% as of right now. Okay. They need their profits to go up because they they're they're in a battle with Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, all these things they're in a fist fight with, and they're losing right now. And they need to they need more subscribers, and more subscribers means more money in their pockets. I get it. I get it. But here's the thing: they're trying to charge between two and three dollars for subscribers who share accounts with people outside of their household. How they're going to do that officially, I'm not 100% sure. My wife did bring up the idea of maybe it's like the the two-way verification where if you go and log in from a new device, it's going to have you put in the info your your login info and then it will send a, a verification number to the email That's connected to the account, and then you would get that email, and then you have a certain amount of time in order to enter in that code, and then you're good to go. The workaround, folks. Okay, here you go. It's time to take on Netflix. Say fuck you, Netflix. Here's how we're gonna we're gonna combat that. Right? Write this down. Remember this. This is how you beat Netflix if it's the two way verification. So what's going to happen is you, as the owner of the account, are uh, user A or whatever. Person A, and then the person you're sharing with is person B. Person A shares the login info with person B. Person B, who lives either down the street or in another state, doesn't matter. They log in. And they put in the info. Then pops up on the screen, it says two-way verification has been sent to whatever person A's email is. You contact person A as person B, and you say, hey, there should be a verification going to your email from Netflix. Can you send it to me? Absolutely, says person A. Sends it to them, so then person B can type that in, and boom, there you go. That's how you log in. And that's how you beat Netflix if, if it's a two-way verification situation. If they try to do something else, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's ways around it as well, something similar to that. But here's the thing that is going to bug me is if they do something other than that, if they're simply only going on IP address and you go outside of your home and you log in somewhere else, but it's you, like you go to a hotel and you have kids and you're trying to keep them entertained, and you're like, ah, oh, well, let's fucking sign into Netflix. You sign in Netflix, and then the next thing you know, you get a three dollar upcharge because you signed in at a hotel, but it was you. See, that's the shit that's gonna bug us. So it'll be very interesting to see how they go about doing this and enforcing it, because there's a lot of people, myself included, they are kind of on the fence with Netflix. I don't think their content is that great anymore i really to be honest it, it's it flows i feel like there, sometimes there's just some great shit on there and then like right now i'm like eh, eh. my wife likes some stuff on there but ultimately i'd rather have hbo max there's some good shit on there oh my god some really good shit so i just i don't like it i get it from a business perspective i get where netflix is coming from they need to make more money And people are out there beating the system and sharing the passwords. I get that. It's scummy. But we all do it. We all do it. For the most part. Unless you're a goody-goody, then you're the problem. (laughs) I think this is really pushing people away. And if you get that random fee, and you're like, I didn't no, That was me. I mean, it might be a $3 charge that pushes you over the edge. If you're already on the fence, you're teetering, that $3 charge might push you over. Yeah, and that's just going to piss you off. I get it. I get it. But remember my words on how to beat it, okay? You got to be in cahoots (laughs) with the person that has the original account and whoever you share it with. If it's the two-way verification, super easy to bypass. But that's the thing. Is it so simple that Netflix is going to be like, we can't do that. That's easy to beat. Easy to beat. So that'll be interesting. Because let's be honest, for free, I'll work really hard for free. (laughs) So I... If Netflix is like, nobody's going to deal with the two-way verification and, you know, make sure that the original account holders on, you know, you know, interacting with them, they're not going to do that. So let's do two-way verification. I, I feel like if they say that, like, if they do two-way verification, I think they're underestimating the cheapness of the majority of us. that <laughs> We will we'll do whatever we can to beat the system. And save that fifteen dollars or whatever it is now for Netflix. Ugh, oh, God, it's not even that great. Not even that great. Uh, here's something that's not great. A forty-five-year-old woman went to a hospital complaining of system symptoms. Excuse me, consistent with a urinary tract infection, otherwise known as a UTI. That's right, including always needing to use the bathroom. She always had to pee. Okay. She eventually got some scans, and they figured out what happened. She had a giant eight-centimeter-wide bladder stone that was completely encased on what appeared to be a drinking glass, like a, I believe it was like a shot glass. I don't know how the hell she got that up there. <laughs> that's, that's the real story. Oh, my God. So the woman said she's not revealing her name, which I get. She's in it was published in the medical journal. She confessed that she had used the glass as a sex toy in the in her early 40s. So she's 45, so within the past few years, she's sorry. She doesn't remember exactly when because she sticks a lot of stuff up there. I don't know. Where's the remote control? Carol? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Keep it. Can you change your channel? Squeeze her legs. All right. So, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Bladder stones are just horrible. I've heard, my sister used to get kidney stones, and she claims that it was worse than giving birth to her two children. And they can be, and those are, like, usually just a lot smaller, like little rocks. Could you imagine eight, eight centimeters wide just plopping around inside your bladder? Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah, so that, that glass was in there and just all those minerals and calcium or whatever just attached to it and just made this giant mass. And it leads us back to an a all-familiar conversation. Stop sticking stuff in your holes, people. You, or when you do, think about it. What are the consequences of me shoving this in my pee hole? Um, maybe I'll get an eight-centimeter-wide bladder stone. Okay, don't do that. Shouldn't have to tell you, but I am. Here we are again. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, everybody knows back in 1997, Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear. Now what's cool is Mike Tyson is selling weed gummies that are shaped like an ear with a bite taken out of them, and apparently Tyson and Holyfield, like they kind of came up with the idea together. So I'm, I don't know for sure, but I, bl- I, I hope, I hope Holyfield and Tyson are, uh, you know, sharing profit in some fashion because Mike Tyson has his. This is all through his cannabis company that he does, and, and so good for him. He it was one of the many big mistakes of Mike Tyson's life. And this happened to be in the ring. One of the things that he did that was wrong. And it, it's, it's nice that Holyfield's in on it and it doesn't seem to be upset about it. And hopefully he's profiting from it. And you know, it's, it's gimmicky, but I would buy them. I, I've read online that they're, they're very delicious. And they don't have that overwhelming uh, uh, edible. What edibles tend to have is like a very uh, weed taste to it. And it's just not that good. So apparently, from the few reviews I've read, that it's pretty good. So good for Mike Tyson, good for Evander Holyfield. And I just, if you taste them, if you're eating an ear, let me know. How does it taste? Not a real ear, a gummy ear. (laughs) How does it taste? What's the what's the the effects? I would like to know. Insane predictions that are about to come true, possibly. We'll get into that. Everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton—they're amazing. Everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Did you know they deliver? Well, they do, and they also have curbside pickup available. Uh, they also do online wine education classes. So stop on by 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. <laughs> Want to book a party during football season? <laughs> there are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a six-by-ten-foot TV. And our food and underground social games we were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the Men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Play Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, so there's this TikToker uh, that claims to be from the future. Real quick. If I'm ever going to travel back in time, guess what I'm going to (laughs) do? I'm going to open up a TikTok account because it makes sense. (laughs) Did somebody travel back from the future and open up a MySpace account and we just didn't know? Boy, boy, makes you think, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Well, this dude is on uh, TikTok and he's, he's making all these claims and he has been for a little bit. So, one of the big things, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but, um, so one of the big things that is supposed to happen is coming up really soon. So, as I'm recording this, we're in mid-March, and and they're saying as of June 17th, there's going to be signs of the biggest ocean creature to date found in the Pacific Ocean. Jackson? Jackson? If there's a megalodon that pops up in the ocean, are you going to go in the ocean? Nope. Thank you. I'll just go buy a rifle and shoot it as many times. Okay. Well, that took a dark turn. You're not going to shoot a megalodon with a rifle. It's going to do nothing. A cannon. A cannon. Yeah, good luck with... Fine. Okay. You're just going to wield a cannon out there. That's my son. Always thinking outside the box. What, what's, a, what's your sidearm? Well, it's a... It's a fucking cannon. (laughs) Anyway, can you go over there? You're distracting me. Seriously. Thanks. (laughs) I don't like to curse in front of them. Uh, On September, yeah, so it's just like another reason for me not to want to go in the water. If there's something big out there, I already freak out when it comes to sharks in general. Oh, my God. I just, I saw a wreath. A reef shark when I was in Hawaii, and that like I was like uh, 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 trying to swim away and I suck at swimming. <laughs> it's gonna get me, god damn it. On September 16th, a very popular musician will come out and admit that he faked his own death. Yes, yes. Now, I've made a small list of people that I think it could be. Um, I guess Elvis or Michael Jackson, Jim Morrison, or my favorite that I think makes a lot of sense, Tupac. Couldn't you see that happening? That would be fantastic. Fantastic. I said fantastic instead of fantastic. <laughs> I'm stupid. Um, Tupac. I could see Tupac being the the musician that comes out and admits that he faked his own death. I think that would be fascinating. It'd be fascinating to see how, one, why'd you do it? Why? And then also, what's the next step in your life now? Like you, you admitted that you uh, faked your own death. Now, what are you going to do? I guess it It depends on how we as a society embrace this person. I think, I think, I think Tupac would do well. I think he would be embraced. Because everything I've heard and read about Tupac was extremely smart person. Extremely smart. Like genius level. Okay? He just happened to be a musician. So I'm curious of how we would react as a society towards somebody that did that. I guess it depends on why they faked their own death. What were consequences of them faking their own death? And then what are they planning on doing now? That's just weird to think about. And I would love to... For this to come true. TikTok guy. TikTok time traveler. (laughs) Hopefully this comes true. And then uh, this is the last one they had. By the end of the year, robots will have taken up to 20% more jobs replacing humans. I could see that. I guess. I don't know about 20%. It seems like a high number. I'm guessing they're saying worldwide, but even if that was just isolated to one country or another, it it seems a little high for the end of 2022. I mean, but that being said, like, Chipotle has their robot, Chippy. He makes chips. Listen, as somebody that used to work at Chipotle for like two years when I was working at the radio station and, you know, trying to survive, and I also worked at Chipotle... Making chips is really easy. It's really not complicated. So the fact that there's a fucking robot doing that, I mean, that's it's it's exciting, I guess, in a sense, but it's not like like, oh my God, <laughs> They took our jobs. But that being said, we go back to a previous conversation we've had when it comes to the pandemic and what employers have um, have learned from the pandemic. So, you, the pandemic, you, uh, a lot of like restaurants had to cut staff because they couldn't afford it anymore, obviously, because of the way things were going. And now they're having a hard time getting staff back because so many people are just like, I don't need the work. I'll just do a podcast. (laughs) Why not? So, it makes sense for companies to start tinkering with this idea. You know, like, well, I, why not? You spay, you spend the like a couple thousand dollars or whatever the fuck it ends up being for the robot, and guess what? You're going to make make up that money quickly. And cuz here's another big thing about robots versus employees. Guess what robots don't do? They don't bitch and complain. They don't. <laughs> this is a perfect employee. They have a job. They fucking do it. You teach a robot how to roll a burrito. Ooh, I hated that. I used to hate it when people would come in and, like, I, I would be given breaks because I was the shift manager. I'd be, like, giving breaks to the people on the line. So I I didn't mind starting the burrito. What I hated and I sucked at was rolling the burrito. So two different positions usually. So I like people come in and I would always, you give breaks when it's kind of the downtime after the lunch rushes and dinner rushes. So I'm like, people are like, yeah, can I get extra meat? Can I get extra uh, pico de gallo? Can I get in like, you're like, dude, this thing's not going to, you're getting a burrito. Get it. Just get a fucking burrito bowl. Fucking idiot. (laughs) So you're probably one of those people that gets like all this extra shit. And guess what? We hate you for it. (laughs) The people rolling. It's like this shit, this shit's not going to work, but okay. And I always hated it because like, I'm like getting my whole hands around it. I'm like, this is fingers barely reach around this thing it's like bursting at the seams and then i'm like trying to roll it and i'm like looking up at the the customer it's usually a guy usually a guy be like oh you guys have diet soda too right (laughs) i'm like yeah 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 we do anyway so i'm like trying to roll it and this thing is just like bursting at the seams and i'm like this i'm like good luck eating this i don't i can put an extra tortilla on there i want to say tortillas by the way are right around three to 400 calories by themselves, depending on the size. And I want to say that's what it was when I worked at Chipotle. So think about that when you go into, like, a Chipotle. It's like if you're really trying to uh, watch your weight and stuff like that, just get a bowl because the tortillas is where it's going to wreck you because that's just an insane amount of calories in just one thing. So anyway, anyway, robots. <laughs> They're taking our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of, there's a lot of jobs that I've done in the past that I could totally see uh, robots doing. There's a lot. Think about like when I worked at the radio station, the people running the boards, the audio boards, those are very replaceable. You can have that. um, You could have that as, as a, automated, you don't really have to have somebody in there. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you won't get the sound drops and silly stuff when you listen to a talk talk format. Yeah, but you subtract that, guess what? You're you not going to notice. You're not going <laughs> not to notice. As long as the talent in behind the microphone is entertaining you, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't need some random fucking drops. They're nice. They're great little cherries on the top. But I have a feeling that you could replace a board op with, and this pro- this is probably gonna send a bunch of people through, you know, a big hissy fit. Like, no, you can't replace this. Yeah, you could with a robot. Yeah, you could. Uh, a lot of people uh, that work in restaurants in in the back of the house, food prep. Yeah, uh, work in the grill. Yeah, if it's a like a if it's a, a restaurant that's not, if it's like a fast, quick serve, yeah, I think you could. It could. We could go on and on and on about that. But yeah, I, I think you could. Uh, construction, I think some parts, yes. But then there's so many things that where you guys have to think on the fly and deal with situations. I just feel like that that, I don't know. I guess you could say that same thing for like in radio. There's times where shit just breaks and you, you as the board op or producer, you have to sit there, think on the fly and figure out how to fix equipment. But I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to think about what industries could be dominated or taken over by robots. Fascinating. Hey, right, let's put a bow on this one. Uh, Netflix, screw you. And guess what I did? I taught everybody how to beat you. Beat you. You're welcome. Also, stop sticking things in your body, people. Please, please. And when you do, use caution. Think, is something supposed to go in there? (laughs) I don't know. Good for Mike Tyson profiting on one of his dumbest things that he's ever done. And let me know if if they're delicious or not. Stay away from the water because there's something giant about to be discovered in there. At least in the Pacific Ocean, apparently. What musician would you like to see come back to life? I say Tupac. I say Tupac. Let me know to huffuncensored at gmail.com. Let me know who you would like to see. Also, beware of the robot. They're trying to take your job. Take my job. And then if you go to Chipotle and you see a, a robot making chips, just remember, it's really fucking easy to make chips. And nobody's really mad that he's there or the robot's there because nobody likes to make chips anyway. They're so fucking delicious, though. Oh, my God. When, So the key is you get it. I don't remember the, the temperature of the oil, but you put it in there for a certain amount of time, dump it out into their giant bowl, and then you immediately squeeze fresh lime over top of it, and then you quickly put the salt on there, then you toss it, and then it's just, oh, it's fucking delicious. Delicious. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. It's the Huff Uncensored. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. You're going to love it. They have amazing food, amazing atmosphere, just just a great place. And go check out Total Beverage if you're uh, getting ready for the summer, spring parties, all of those things. The weather's going to start turning really good, so you're going to want to be ahead of the game. And go check out TotalBev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Thank you guys so much. Truly appreciate you. I'll talk to you next time.